Clarkson has agreed to a six-year deal with Vancouver Canucks. Sports fans, Aaron and Stefan, I hate this team. Back for another regular episode. Uh, Stefan, how's it going, man? Oh, that's good. That was what a fun game that was. That was great. Oh, man. Oh, just like there's very chaotic, felt like a playoff game. Typical Canucks. Like I knew when they were up three nothing. I think it was Kelly Rudy said it in the intermission. He's like, I wouldn't be surprised to see Nylander, you know, with, with a goal and two assists by the end of the night. And mm-hmm. I, he had two goals for sure. I don't know if he had an assist, but. Um, it it did feel like one of those games where it's like they're going to take their foot off the gas in the second period and get absolutely trampled. They they came out so strong. I, I like if I'm being real, I wasn't expecting them to let off that much in the second. It was a yeah. It was more pretty, Toronto coming back, I think, than anything else. Yeah, and then, and then they like, just weren't ready for it. But you know, from the 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 Toronto Maple Leafs viewings that I've watched all year, that seems very. Uh, on brand for them because they were yes. down like two nothing against the the flames yeah. in that game on like Thursday or whatever and obviously came back and won from did you see that goal that was called back against the uh the flames so called back as a hand pass right yeah and like it to me looked like I don't know I don't think it looked like a hand pass I don't think it like inadvertently hit Coleman's hand yeah like he kind of punched it but it happened like 25 seconds before the goal was yeah. scored. There was like five or six passes afterwards. Uh, there should ridiculous. be some sort of like time limit, I think, probably on stuff like that to an extent. And like, I don't know. I mean, I think part of it, I guess it's like the correct call by the rule of the of the law. But I mean, I think with offsides, especially the review and people have made this point before. It's not. Yeah. But like the review should be like you get like a time limit on the review. And if you can't see it at real time, then like whatever. Yeah. You know, exactly. like like the reason they came up with the offside review in the first place was because of that Matt Duchesne goal. Duchesne, yeah. That was like three feet offside and it was like so obvious. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, yeah, but you can tell from watching that in real time that he's offside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, and when, when you have the Leafs, like they called their timeout so they could have more time yeah, to which look is smart. and see. You're allowed it, to do that, which is smart. So, yeah, it's just it doesn't. It, it's not in the spirit of the game. I think, is it like a Merrick thing where like coaches have 30 seconds to decide whether or not they want to challenge and then think, it should be. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, they don't have very long in, yeah. in like the actual game itself. So taking well, the, the time refs, out is smart. Like, yeah, but like the ref it. should have that same 30 seconds to like decide whether or not yeah. it's a goal or yeah. offside or whatever, just to like keep it moving. Like thankfully last night it wasn't too long with that like kick goal that was very, yeah. clearly kicked into the net um but yeah it was like really a tale of three games it was a uh, crazy game it was so much fun i i will say uh the reason they won is is because of me because for the first period i had hmm. uh just like a sweatshirt on and then right. i took i took it off for the second period because i was like man it's getting kind of hot in here and as soon as i took it off like that's the when leafs, they started the, to eat the, shit they the leafs t- tied it up and so then i put it back on uh, for the third, and they won. So you know, okay. oh, I, put it, back on. I put it back on. Actually, before the Garland goal, in in the second. So I, okay. I guess you know. I think. Oh wow! Yeah, that's really specific. Yeah, yeah. So like, I I had it on for all three Leafs goals in the second. Put it or I had it off and then put it back on before the Garland goal, and it's like, well, mm-hmm. there, there you go. And I and I had it going through my head. I was like, when I took the sweater off at the start of the second, I'm like. Well, I had this on when they were doing really well. Cause like you're, especially as a Canucks fan, I feel like we're very, very superstitious and it wasn't even like a a hockey sweatshirt or anything. It was just like a sweatshirt and then I put it back on and they won. So there you go. I had had another really superstitious thing happen when I was watching the game too, actually. Yeah. Um, I was watching with my girlfriend and in fantasy, she has Demko as her goalie. And then she also has Tavares as one of her centers. And Tavares has been really, really bad 
Yeah, like he's they like said pointless the, in like six or seven games, I think. Yeah, now. and it's like his longest pointless streak since 2011. They said on the broadcast. Yeah, he's been a he's been a fucking bum. Yeah, and is he a free agent after this year or is it next year? After next year, I okay. believe. I yeah. do have cap friendly up. I can confirm that real quickly here. But it was when it was three two, and she was like upset that Demko was letting in goals. I said, "Oh, well, maybe at least Tavares can do something. Get me an assist or a goal." And then immediately after is when they scored the three, three goal. I'm like, you fucking jinxed it. Why would you jinx your own goalie? <laughs> um, <laughs> but oh, uh, it was all good in the end because you put your sweatshirt back on. I put my sweatshirt yeah. back on. I, I, man, I mean, we got to talk about Hoaglander. I think He's, uh, real quick. Uh, yeah. Tavares is 11 million next season. And then okay. UFA same with okay. Mitch Marner. Who's like 10, nine. And then UFA. Marner, so. I feel like will be gone. Probably. I just don't see how they can keep all those because Marner will get, a huge contract in free agency. They Even got to, he hasn't uh, been as good this year. He was good yesterday. That shorthand goal was sick. That shorthand goal was sick. Uh, I saw after the game too. Pedersen was being interviewed, and he uh, he was like, "I have to apologize to Brock for that. I put him in a really bad spot. Like that pass wasn't where I was. I wanted it to yeah. be. So that's yeah. on me. Blah blah blah. So that was there cool. Anyways, that's, that's leadership. That's leadership. That and leadership, and also baby. like you see how happy he looks on the ice and like in the interviews and stuff. And it's like I don't. I get why people are worried. They need something to worry about, but it's like, mm-hmm. I really do think he's just going to resign in the off season. Like, I think he has said and made it explicitly clear not to do another Pedersen yeah. episode. Cause we've talked about him so much, but like, I just, I really do think he will sign in the off season. He clearly said like, I don't want to talk about my contract during the season. I want to focus on mm-hmm. hockey. Right. He said that he made that clear. So it's not going to yeah. change anytime soon. And, and it only benefits him to to wait. So exactly. like, why wouldn't if he? he has a huge playoffs, which he should, and, you know, and like, like based on that presser, Aqualady is more than happy to spend on him. So, yeah. oh, yeah, they're like, going to get they're going to get like he's going to get however much money he yeah, wants. No, he it's knows fine. he has them over a table. He can yeah. he can wait like it doesn't matter. And then if he doesn't resign, yeah. then it was never meant to be if they have a season like this and he, he doesn't. So I'm not going to get too upset or worried about it yeah. but yes hoaglander yes incredible start to the game he's he's got 14 goals basically playing fourth line minutes he, he gets yeah, 11, he 11 like minutes, minutes every night yeah yeah um which is like obviously that bodes well for like if they put him further up the lineup he's still young i think he's mm-hmm. is he 22 23 22 is my guess yeah so he's he's still young um let me check i've got this right here uh he is he's 23 i think he just turned 23 oh so he's you know december 20th yeah yeah yeah, almost almost mid 20s still early 20s technically but 14 goals he's he's matched his career high in like what 40 games he's on pace for like 25 goals surpassed his career high yeah but that's that's crazy like i mean i think you know if it comes to like trading him and getting like a huge improvement in the top six. All right. But it's mm. like, man, I really, I think he's probably playing in such a way that he's preventing himself from getting traded. His depth is so like having him on the fourth line is crazy. Like just have like that shot he had. I know Leafs mm-hmm. fans were saying like, man, Martin Jones should have had that shot. It's like unscreened, whatever, not like from not that close in, but it's like, I don't know. That was just a really nice shot, I feel. It was like. better than some of the shots that beat Demko in the second. Oh, man, I don't know what was going on. Well, the first goal was was Myers screening him. That was, yeah. the, that was the Tyler Myers experience last night. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, and if then he, the... Uh, yeah, the, the, the Nylander goal, the second one, was like, what the fuck was when that? It bounced off the stick or whatever. It, it did. It went off Susie's stick, I think, yeah. who, who didn't have... Is he injured, or did they just bench him? Um, I... I, saw I didn't people, see I saw any talk say, about it after the game. Yeah, I saw people say he just got benched. I, which I didn't I see talk see. about that either. The Susie being injured, like if they could LTIR him and get three and yeah. a half million to play, I'd with rather the have deadline, him playing and then have Juleson playing like as a backup. Like I think that's not the worst thing in the world. I would rather have Susie playing as well for sure. Um, yeah. There's probably better LTIR candidates on the Canucks if everyone wants like a a surgery that they've been kind of thinking about. Yeah. Um, no news on his fantasy shit. Yeah, he finished the night minus three with thirteen minutes. Yeah, 13-40. I mean, he, he he it was probably his worst game as a Canuck. Yeah, but he was on the ice. For, well, him and Myers were on the ice for all three of those goals that the Leafs scored in the second period. Yeah, uh, which you don't love to see. It was funny too. Um, like right before Toronto's first goal, Myers had like a good um like stick work poke check yeah. on a uh, 
on a rush attempt from the the Leafs. And I was on my couch. I was like clapping, like "Let's go, Myers! Good D, woo!" And then almost immediately yeah. after they score on him, um, yeah, just just a classic. I mean, just really, just the Tyler Myers. I don't, I don't. The Kastoraf, uh nickname is sort of Reddit to me, but it really, yeah, it, it really just, does fit what happened last night because if he, I mean, the cross check on Riley, it was on Riley, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, was like incredibly dirty and if incredibly that happened, dirty. <laughs> if that happened to a Canuck, I would be so mad. Yeah. Uh, it could have been so much worse, obviously. But since but Myers same, did it, it was cool. Yeah. And also I was talking to uh resident Leafs fan, friend of the pod, John Cullen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously he was mad about it. And like, oh, yeah. you know, I understand, obviously it was a very dirty I, I was thinking of replying to his tweet about it with the, you mad gift, oh, but I was like, he you know actually what? was mad though. Yeah. He was, I, I, like, I, I bet John's actually mad about this. And like yeah. having seen that replay of what happened to Morgan Riley, I'd be so mad if that had happened to a yeah. conductor and then they I, lost. So, I, so I I'm just going to talk about it on my podcast. Instead. Yeah. I think that's reasonable, but yeah, I mean, I, he raised a good point, which is that like the Canucks defense is like, they're just like really rough and like dirty and they're just constantly cross-checking, constantly hitting extra little chops and stuff. And it's like really good because the refs are not going to call all of that, right? Like they, they're playing to the refs. And like, it reminds me of when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl. They were just the dirtiest team in the league and they were just holding and they were like late hits and they were just being dirty every single play on defense. And they did it because they knew the refs are not going, they're not going to call yeah. everything, right? They don't no, they, want, they don't want to slow the game down so that they can get away with all of these dirty plays because it, they know the refs aren't going to do anything about it. The Canucks big bastard defenders are really good at like punishing opposing four checkers. Yeah. With, yes. like you said, like slightly late hits, maybe like slightly behind, but never going to get called hits. Yeah. And then just like punishing people into the boards and like holding them there. Yeah. So they can't like move the puck at all. They're like, it, Seems like they're very good at breaking up the cycle that way. Oh, Zadorov um, yesterday it, was unreal. That was oh, he was yeah. so good, and he was really good at carrying the puck up too. Uh, oh man, and a when few he, times there. When he beat fucking what was that guy Liam McDonald oh, or Liam whatever? O'Brien? Yeah, yeah. Oh. from uh, from Arizona on yeah. Thursday. That was so sick. Like I and had then, this as a note from my like Arizona game or from the Arizona game, but it like also. Really, like the last two weeks, this has been a thing because teams like see the Canucks and like, okay, we have to play them really physical to shut them down offensively and to shut down this lotto line. But it's so cool having a team that doesn't get pushed around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's, like such a welcome change to like what I'm used to. That's what John was saying yesterday, too. He was like, it's just like the Leafs are so soft. And and it's Mm -hmm. like, man, it's so nice for the Canucks to not be that team, right? Like, yeah. In the playoffs, it's going to be so much fun watching them just like go nuts. Like, Zadorov is going Mm -hmm. to kill someone in the playoffs. Um, I fucking love Zadorov, man. Yeah. Did you see him in the box after the fight where he was like, I beat the shit out of you? Yeah, he was like (laughs) jarring at him. Oh, my God. And then yesterday, obviously, we talked about the Myers cross check, but then right after uh, Riley comes back after him mm-hmm. and then Myers headlocks him. And then if he had connected on this punch, I think Myers is getting suspended for a while, but he would have <laughs> knocked Tavares unconscious. Oh like he, yeah. He would have so destroyed cool. him because it was a really hard punch and he just missed him. And like, it would have knocked Tavares the fuck out and just would have been it, like and Myers lights out. checking homeboy into the bench as well. Oh, that was really good. Oh man. Yeah. So yeah. fun. Yeah. Love it. Really um, good. <laughs> yeah. Another thing about that Arizona game, Arizona's coach after the first period said to his team, that's the best team we've played all year. Fast, yeah. hard. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's the best team we played all year. Fast, hard on pucks, which is like, that's such a nice thing to hear. Yeah. Oh yeah. So much like I, you, we've heard that from a lot of opposing teams coaches this year. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, it's really refreshing. And like a lot of that is obviously like the players they have, but, so much of it is like the coaching they have now, right? Like totally you have like Adam foot and Gonchar as coaches, right? I mean, that's, that's, and talk it obviously too, like it and the Sedin's helping out, like, and like you've just, and then like in the minors, you have like, I think Mike Commissarek is like a scout or something, but you do have all these like Samuelson, you have all these guys who are like successful NHLers, right? And like, I think it does. It's not like, you know, when Gretzky was a coach and just couldn't do it because he was too good. Mm -hmm. Right. You have guys who, you know, we're obviously very talented and stuff, but like foot was not like the most like talented offensively. Right. He was just yeah. he was very, very good, but he was like very hardworking as well. Right. And like having those types of players as coaches, like talk it, it just, it, it's clear that it's like rubbed off on the team and like mm-hmm. they are just, they're working so hard. Right. Like Garland yesterday. Oh my God. 
Both Ooh. those goals, just working his ass off that stick twirl on the first goal. Such uh, a good selly. Incredible. So good. You, you want to hear my, uh, my Garland theory? Yeah. It's something I've been working on. So Canucks obviously have a lot of UFAs. Yeah. Um, including Joshua and Bluger, like the rest of that line and Garland's under contract. Um, I, I think they're going to re-sign both Bluger and Joshua. And it's going to be a priority when you hear them talk about Bluger and like how good Bluger has been in the room and kind of you, you hear like the hockey night guys as well talking about like that's the type of player that the Leafs would would like is a Teddy Bluger who comes in cheap and you can rely on him and you can play up and down your lineup. I suspect that the yeah. Canucks will move Connor Garland this off season. I could see that to clear that extra cap space either to like resign the other two on that line. Yeah. Or it, say they do make a big uh, splash at the deadline. Yeah. Pick up like a, you know, fucking Lindholm or uh, Jake Gensel to be able to resign them. Or even if they don't, like maybe they really like Gensel and they want to offer him that $10 yeah. million dollars or whatever. Well, if you get rid of like five from Garland, that's a way that you can do it. Especially and he when you have, have, he should have more value now, too, right? Like he should, the thing have, is he should he, have actual meaningful value because you like, you can say, well, look, he's driving this line, yeah. etc." cetera. Um, the advanced stats are there. I mean, the, ca- the counting stats are starting to be there. Like he's yeah, clearly the five on five production. I don't know that he necessarily has like extremely positive value, but he for sure has way more value than he did at the start of the year. Right. He wouldn't like, have to put in a sweetener is what I'm saying. No, he is no, he's no longer, he's no longer a distressed asset. Right. Yeah. And speaking of Gensel, uh, Friedman, did confirm yesterday that the Canucks are looking at him. They're looking at yeah. Lindholm and, and they're looking a at a other couple players. other guys. Now, Middlestat has been brought up by like Kevin Weeks, I think, as potentially being on the mm-hmm. block. And that seems like a, the type of guy that they would target. As like, I had that written down here as well. Uh, he's leading Buffalo in points this he year. He is. And I, and I know we have some Sabres fans who listen to the show. And I think I've seen Sabres fans on like Reddit and on Twitter be like, there's no way they're going to trade him. But I don't know. I mean, I think the Sabres probably want to shake something up. They have a lot of forwards obviously right mm-hmm. um I, would you, you could get a lot for middlestad too right now is the thing oh too. yeah you could get a haul and he's due for a, a new contract at the end of the year i think he's an rfa is he pending uh, rfa or is he pr- no he's pending rfa oh no yeah he is a pending rfa yeah. so that would like work dollars and cents wise for vancouver as well yeah um i could see like uh because they've also been tied to jordan greenway right yeah so y- Casey Mills, that's two and a half. Greenway's three. Greenway's also three next year. I could see, you know, Kuzmenko going out to make that money work. And and then just like a great big haul of picks and prospects. I I think the way Middlestat's playing and the fact that he's young and like his is like driving play and like legitimately really good. If you look at his numbers, like I think you're looking at probably Lakaramaki or or Willander, which totally. sucks. maybe you can get away with Pod Colson and and their six first one two hundred pounds, yeah, age twenty five. Oh, he would be, and it's so like he's taken a while to get going because I remember his nickname used to be Casey Middling Stats, um, <laughs> which is really funny. But yeah, he's like legitimately a a good player. Oh, I think he's over a point per game, just uh, under thirty nine yeah. points in forty six games. Yeah, but like he's he's been great this year. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's someone that they they would be targeting. Uh, that would make sense, and it would make sense as like that, like Philipronic style deal. You know what I mean? Which yeah, is, well, I, I think, what we should expect. Like, I think obviously they are going hard after Gensel Lindholm. I don't know, man. Lindholm has looked kind of bad this year. Yeah, um, I, I was. I watched the first, which will make him cheaper, maybe, but it, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I doubt it. I think the price is still going to be high just because there's like so little options out there. And I mean, he is playing on Calgary, who's been like extremely middling um I, yeah i watched the first and third period of the, the battle of alberta last night yeah which was so fucking boring compared to the canucks leaves game that preceded I was like, it i i just i didn't watch it i i was i actually right after the game i was playing some nhl with with some friends which was a lot of fun <laughs> and then i and then i watched the russell crowe al pacino uh, michael mann film the insider so i, oh, I had nice. a good night afterwards but yeah what, i mean i know the oilers no, won they so won 13 they, they, they won yeah they won like 2-1 but just like it's very low event hockey uh very uninteresting like i mean the goals that that uh i guess it was 3-1 because hyman had an empty netter at the end yeah i think yeah but 
just like extremely boring hockey from both sides. I yeah. think I said it on the last episode that we recorded, but the Oilers are winning and they're doing it in a really boring way, which I guess is like good for them. But um, I was like trying my heart out to like notice Lindholm on the ice and kind of like scout for him. And I just I couldn't notice him doing sweet fuck all. Uh, Tanev looked good. Tanev looks good. Made, made me excited. Uh, maybe if they could swing something for Tanev, but like. I'm just like, I get more. Obviously, you know, the Canucks are still winning. They're like 15 and two. And they're like, I think uh, J-Pat posted something about like how good the Canadian teams have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, obviously the Oilers are, Oilers are 17 and three in their last 20. Jets are 16 and two. Uh, 16, two and two, sorry. And then the Canucks are 15, two and three. Uh, so 34 points for the Oilers, 34 points for the Jets, 33 points for the Canucks. That's fucking crazy. It's like really I, good. There's three really, really good Canadian teams it, this year. It makes it, yeah, it could make for some very exciting playoff matchups. I mean, look, like, we've, we said this before. Obviously, we, the Oilers, I want them to crash and burn. I don't want them going mm-hmm. anywhere. Um, the Jets, look, until we meet them in the playoffs, I, I like the Jets. They're, also, the, yeah, me too. The, I, talking about boring hockey games. Their game against the goddamn Senators last yeah. yesterday. Oh, yeah. Rough. Yeah. So did rough. you see did you see Brady Kachuk? Uh did you see his fight? Um, where it was like I would have seen it, yeah, but it was I, I forget it. It, it was <laughs> so it was so funny. Let me see if I can find it. I saw it on uh R slash hockey. But it was him uh he was like he got called for charging mm-hmm. and and then like got into a fight with Brendan Dillon right after. And it was like Maybe I missed it. It was here. Oh, uh, here's here's the link. I'm gonna send it to you right now. Um, okay. But it's just like it's the most like resigned. Like, ah, oh, fine, I'll fight. He's like so annoyed, <laughs> and he just looks so funny doing it. Um, the uh, the the Jets only had like nine shots on net with like three minutes left in the second period that game, but yeah. they were up one nothing somehow. Yeah, because so, sends goaltending. Yeah. Um. But yeah, watch it? watch Kachuk there. It's like a 10 second clip, and. He- <laughs> The way he, he just puts, he puts his glove, he throws his gloves off and he's like, oh, fine, I guess I'll fight. <laughs> it looks so funny. The video isn't playing for me, unfortunately. Oh, is I it play- not? Oh, okay. no, now it is. Now it is. Yeah, it's, it's very funny. He gets called for charging. charging. And then, oh, and then come it's like, on. Oh, damn it. Fine. <laughs> fine. It looks like they're cutting to commercial as he starts the fight. Like they didn't <laughs> even care to see the whole thing. Um, yeah, but like back to trade target stuff um i mean rutherford has at his presser confirmed that they're looking for a top six forward which confirms like our opinion and kind of what's been reported which means they're they're going to do something fucking big like they're going Mm -hmm. to make a big fucking splash and i am so excited and the i the more i think about it it's like okay yeah so like let's say they go all in and then Pedersen still doesn't want to sign and it's like all right well here's the thing like I have so much faith in this front office right now that They've earned if, it. If, if they had to trade Pedersen, they are going to get a shit ton back for him, whether it's players that can play now or really good futures, right? Mm-hmm. Like the thing is like, they're, they're not going to like, obviously the Huberto trade now looks bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but although uh, Mackenzie Weger has been really good. Um, but it like, looks a lot worse because fucking, uh, what true living resigns Huberto at eight oh, times yeah. ten and I mean, a half that, or that, whatever. That makes it look way, way worse, obviously. That's that's maybe that's such a bad contract. That's mm-hmm. maybe the worst contract in the in the league. But um I like if they even if they make a trade like that, like they will make a trade where we get useful like I'm not saying they're going to. I my again, I still hundred percent think Pedersen's just gonna resign in the offseason. He'll, yep. he'll 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 sign for twelve million a year, twelve point five, whatever. He'll he'll sign a yeah. huge contract. Whether it's three he, years or whether it's it. eight, like I think yeah. some it's they'll figure it's, it out. It's going to happen. But again, like I, I and I, I get what people are worried. They don't want to see, who wants to see Pedersen go? He's so fucking good. But it's like if they have to trade him, he doesn't have does he have a no trade clause? I don't think he does, right? No. So any team in the league could trade for him, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like you're dealing with a player who's like I'm only gonna go here. I'm only gonna go. Yeah, I mean you can still team, call right? a shot where he's like I'm only gonna resign sure. in this list of places. So sure, if Which someone the, wants that to talk, like the, that's what Kachuk did. Right? Dampens his value a little bit, right? But like even so, I I I, I can't see him being like I, I'm only gonna go to like I, this. I, I, one I don't team. think it's worth talking about. Like no, no, I, I agree. <laughs> but but I'm saying like absolute worst case scenario. Okay, yeah. they ha- they have to trade Pedersen. All right, they have the most valuable trade chip in the entire NHL. 
Yeah. And they and, and they will get something huge back for him and still have depth. And like, yeah, it would suck, but it's like it it's not it's not like the team is going to get so much worse unless they decide to go all in on I think they like, get so much worse no matter what well, the return is they, like they would they would get I think they would get worse I don't think they would get like insanely worse you know what I mean like I, I think they would still be a playoff team he, he he's just like such a high he's level so asset that oh, like no, he's so even so if good. you look at like you know the pure Dubois trade. trade right like you're, you're gonna yeah. lose the trade kind of no matter what but yeah you're, you're trading the best guy in the deal um you you lose the trade nine times out of ten right but mm-hmm. but I, I I don't know I mean I, it's more just that I have faith in this front office to even if they are in trouble in that way where Pedersen mm-hmm. does request out. Okay. Well, I think they're going to make a smart trade and yeah, it's will like, it su- will it suck? Sure. Uh, again, just to be clear, I don't think that's going to happen. I think mm-hmm. he will resign. I think it's as simple as that. I'm not worried, but even if you are worried about him leaving, I don't know. I think there's reason to not be worried if they do have to trade him because they'll, they'll be smart about it. You know? Yeah. I don't know how we got onto that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about like Lindholm and uh, big names and trades and stuff. Yeah. Oh, like, I think it was it was more just that like if they do go go all in this year and Patterson still leaves, I don't think they'll be in the worst shape. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. they go all in on a rental. Well, I mean, like, if they uh, go in all anyways, they're kind of fuck- the, the whole thing about like yeah. don't sell the farm. We're just starting to bolster up our prospect pool. How much better like, are they going to get than this? Right. If if, you know? if there was a concern about futures. And yeah. they shouldn't have traded for Heronic. They should have kept that top that 17th pick and that second round pick in last year's draft. And they yeah. shouldn't have hired Tockett to like get the team back on track. Um, they should have kept Bruce Boudreaux so the team sucked and they would have had better draft lottery odds. Yeah. So like that ship is is sailed. It's yeah. over. Like you you can't you can't be half a gangster. So yeah. like if what I think is gonna happen based on like all the different scuttlebutt out there and like Rutherford in interviews saying like that one when he was on the Bob McCowan pop podcast before Christmas. Yeah. But like, Hey, did we pay a lot for these trades? We overlay maybe, but we got the player that we wanted. And I heard like Jason Buchel on the radio talk about like this time of year, you got to go in and identify players that you think would be a good fit on your team and then start worrying about like cap implications and how you're going to make it work and what the cost is going to be. But first you identify the players and this like long track record of wanting to add like name game breaking stars as yeah. their big acquisitions with Kessel and Doug Wade, etc. I think I think you're probably right that it, it could be someone that we haven't even really thought about, like a middle stat. That's maybe those still other my twos. But like you don't yeah. you, you don't see fucking Casey Middlestad on the marquee and you don't see Elias Lindholm no like on the marquee for the Battle of Alberta Jake, right Jake, like Jake Gensel is still my dream I think he would just fit this yeah, in like a glove oh my Gensel god would man. be sick but even yeah. then like I don't know if he's like a huge name recognition thing like I saw I had I had tweeted about this but um on well, Facebook it's too bad, it's too bad you know our like, dreams are, are dead but yeah, yeah go ahead R.I.P. You know, on Facebook, they have accounts called like Trade Rumors Daily NHL News Updates. Yeah, Instagram so has them too. And yeah, so yeah, bad. yeah. So there was this trade proposal. I don't know where they got it from, but yeah, the, the Penguins received Kuzmenko at 50% retained, which doesn't yeah. make sense with the money, but whatever. Ignore yeah. that for now. Atu Ratu yeah. and the Canucks first. Yeah. And then the Canucks received Jake Gensel and a fifth round pick. Okay. And yeah, where, where the which, fuck do I sign? Where, up? Yeah, I know. Sign me up. And the fucking comments. I would say about half the Canucks fan base Dude. thinks that's a bad trade. They're, They're like so stupid, man. They're so fucking stupid. It's. Cr- I think you were like, posting some of them I, in the Discord, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So let, let me read a few of these for oh. you. We're not giving up a first pick, first round pick to move Kuzmenko. Is Gensel that much better? Only getting a fifth back? No oh. way. They never watched a game that isn't a Canucks game. No, they really, um, I mean, they really, I mean, it's, they, it's the same thing for like every fan base is like that. And we're yeah. more used to it because we're Canucks fans. So we see it more, but like, God damn, man, just like, just watch another team. Just like, just fucking get out there and watch something else. Like, uh, like how you can't watch really, the other team when they play the Canucks. Gensel was yeah. really good in that game against Vancouver. Even just look at his fucking counting stats. Look at, look at his like stats the last few seasons, right? Yeah. Let's see. Jake Gensel. Look at him when, when the Penguins won the cup those oh back-to-back years. Like, yeah. Here's, here's another comment. If it's not broken, don't fix it. Give Kuzi time. And for what we'd potentially be giving up, does Gensel really move the needle that much? Yes. At the cost of a young, talented player and a first-round pick? Yeah. Pass. Yeah. 2018-19, 40 goals. 
40 goals, 21, 22, uh, 36 goals last year on pace for close to 40 this year. Like, what are we, what are we doing here? He's so good. Like it's, it's insane. You I, know? I hope for the sake of the Vancouver Canucks, this isn't legit. A first plus retained Kuz. Kuzmenko has tremendous potential where Gensel, you kind of see what you get. He relies on a playmaker, kind of. But if what I see I is mean, what I get is like a point per game fucking scoring yeah. winger who's consistently got, played well over he's the... A, he's a point per game in the playoffs in his career, 58 points in 58 games. Obviously, this is a few years ago, but, you know, 2016-17, 21 points in 25 games. I think that's the year they won the cup. 17-18, mm-hmm. uh, 12 games, 21 points in 12 games. He had 10 goals in 12 games. Like, yeah, that's you know six years ago at this point but yeah he's still he's, still he's done really it good, he's man. been there like bringing like, in gensel would be comparable to bringing in jt miller like uh in terms of what it's going to do and he's got the winning pedigree i don't want to be the type of guy who's like oh he's got nah, experience we're old but it's now like, we can do it we can do it he fucking does have the winning pedigree right so jake gensel oh would be so sick man can you fucking imagine yeah oh my God. I, I think what's going to happen is there's going to be a trade where the there's going to be some sticker shock but the canucks are going to get a really good player which is going to be fun we can debate it at the time like yeah is is this worth it but i believe we're going to look at the trade and be like oh my god they gave up all that and then we're going to see the player coming back and do that the like the drake pointing meme yeah um, I'm, I'm just at the point where it's so crazy to like you were the facebook comments and stuff where it's like oh we can't give up a first and it's like like you need to understand that like the 28th or 29th overall pick is not worth very much Right. Like, and especially in like what is viewed as a weaker draft, like mm-hmm. it's really if, if you are in a position like the Canucks are right now, you should not be picking in the first round for the next like three or four years. Like yeah. straight up. Like there's no like, yeah. OK, get some extra seconds or maybe not seconds, but thirds, fourths, get some extra like swings, some extra lottery tickets. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, why not? But like 28th overall does fucking nothing for this team. Right. Yeah. Like at the, in the point they're in now. And it's, it's awesome that we're at that point. But if you are in this position, you should be maximizing your window as much as possible. And the first should be on the table 10 times out of 10. Like it's fucking crazy to me that fans are, they just think first, they do just think first round and they're like, oh, top 10 pick. Because we're used to that with the Canucks the past few years because it has been the top 10 (laughs) pick. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just, let's... (laughs) Don't be scared. Don't be scared to to go all in, right? Yeah. Just it, like cuz and and how many times have have I said this on the pod but like okay, if if you think like the PDO stuff and 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 maybe the performance is a bit of a mirage right now, which I don't think it is, but mm-hmm. uh then bringing in Jake Gensel is just going to make them better. And speaking yeah. of PDO, saw this on HF Boards from okay. HF Boards poster Vector. Shoe. PDO from December 21st to today. Yeah. Canucks 1.05. Uh, Oilers, 1.05. Even strength PDO, Canucks, 1.059. Oilers, 1.05. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, good teams... Look, it just it just happens, right? Like I think so, again, the Canucks PDO is going to go down, but like maybe to like one point zero two, right? The, the Jay Fresh did his like weekly goal saved cards today. Um, I saw their and, de- and the team defense is looking. That's good. what I wanted to bring up because I saw like goal differential above expected. Like the Canucks are by far first if 41 they're plus 41 i saw that being shared around as like a almost like a gotcha like yeah. see this is a mirage what the canucks are doing like disregard the fact that like the other top two teams in the nhl are the jets and the bruins who are like second and third on that list like you would expect the best teams to uh to be up there yeah so oh yeah and the goal scored above expected too this was really pushing the canucks as they're like plus 31 and then you have the wings at plus 25 stars yeah. plus 23 uh abs at plus 15 but then when you look at like the goals per 60 numbers, like, yeah, the five on five goals against per 60 connects are fifth in the league. That's yeah. really good. That's yeah. that's one where you want to be high. Like they're playing better defense than Seattle, than Vegas, than Dallas. They're the only teams ahead of them are L.A., Winnipeg, Carolina and Florida, which you would think are like very good fucking <laughs> defensive yeah. teams. And then. The goal scored. The Canucks aren't doing that great. They're 21st, but at five on five goal share, it evens out to the Canucks being 11th in the league. Unexpected goals uh, above the Leafs, above the Bruins, above the uh, Rangers, above the Avs. Like it does I have it. like the, the Oilers first in the league there by wide ish margin. Yes. Um, 
unfortunately. Also, really well, elevate Seattle, are, interestingly. But uh, yeah, the Oilers are so good, man. I fucking hate it. Yeah, but, but I, I think it's time to admit that uh, Canucks are good. Canucks are they're a good team. The Canucks are a fucking good. Well, I mean, team, we've man. been saying it's time to admit that for months now, but like, sure, you can really admit it now. You can lean into it, baby. Yeah, I and it it is so much fun when your team is good. It's really, really crazy. And you see less of it now, I think. I mean, I'm not really on Twitter anymore, but like you do see less of, of the Benning supporters who were, you know, programming yeah. for like a decade being like, oh, so now you like the Canucks now that they're good, huh? Like you are seeing a bit less of that because I think like mm-hmm. everyone's just in a good mood. Like there's yeah. not, there's really not very much infighting. <laughs> like I think even Drance is like getting shit on less by like the psychos and, and freaks of Canucks Twitter. Right? Yeah, like, I mean, they're still out there if you look at his replies, but it's a little less. Bit, uh, but I, I think it's, it's less. Yeah. I mean, but, there's the people who, if, if it's so funny, because I think the people who who hate on Drance, the, they'd be like, if you asked them, they'd be like, oh, I used to, I loved Jason Botchford back in the day. Rest in peace, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think if you looked at them back then, they would have been shitting on Botchford as well as being too negative, right? Oh, there were so, so many fans hated Botchford for like speaking the truth about the Canucks and about mm-hmm. Jim Benning and... Uh, you know, he was, he was the best of the best. He was one of the, one of the only media guys who was like calling out how fucking mismanaged and horrible the, the Benning regime was. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you looked at his replies on Twitter, they were like Drance level replies of people being like, you just got to wait, you got to, you got to wait and see like Vertanen's going to be great. He's going to be the next Bertuzzi, you know, like blah, blah, blah. And so (laughs) it is, it is very funny because I think People now would say like, "Oh, I, I always loved Botchford," but it's like, well, no, you I, didn't. I'm really looking forward to the the relitigating the the Nonus brought in all these guys that Gillis just had sitting here. So Gillis had an oh, easy yeah. debate, yeah. but it's going to be uh, with uh, with Jim Benning brought in all these guys. But that's funny. It's like, yeah, Jim, the, Jim what, Benning, what Benning, Benning tried nailed, to do. Yeah, yeah. sorry, he <laughs> nailed fifty no. percent of his top ten picks. Great job. Yeah, Jim. like well, and then it like what's really made the difference this year is like. What we were talking about earlier with the defense that this admin's been bring, blah, 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 that has been brought in <laughs> and um, like the depth pieces around all of them, like bringing in Pusu to bringing in Teddy Bluger, like they've nailed all these. They've gone on the same kind of Jim Benning heater that he went on when he first came to Pittsburgh, where everything he did touched like turned to gold. Like yeah. that's really hard to do. Yeah. Um, I wanted to add to the the Garland point earlier, also with um. Hoaglander, I think you could attempt to put Hoaglander into that Garland spot. We've seen it twice this week by accident, just on line changes where he's been on that line and they've scored. Um, Like he's at this point of his career, obviously not a good of a driver as Garland. But I think if you can clear $5 million in cap space, you elevate someone that's been producing a lot with your team from within. That's kind of what they've talked about. That would make that hurt a lot less. So I'd sure. also think like that's a an argument we'd be having at the time too. Like, do we want to move off of Garland? Look how good he was last year. Yeah. But it'd be interesting to see them actually sell high on somebody. Oh, it's just like I know this is just like an obvious statement, but like, how much more fun are we having on the pod this year? Oh yeah, that's great. So like just last a bunch year, of, like size. Oh. I I mean, obviously, oh. you know, I love getting <laughs> on a couple calls a week with you and like talking yeah. hockey, whether or not the Canucks are good, but like. God damn, it was just way like, more of a therapy session last yeah, year. Yeah, in my and in my head, I was like, how much like are we going to do this for like another the rest decade? of our like, is that is this just what it's going to be like? <laughs> like, I, I, I've said this, but like this is this is the first year in the history of me podcasting and I've been doing it for almost 10 years now at this point wow. right? since since real good show back in the day that the Canucks yeah, that was been, what, like, 2015. Yeah, 2015 we started. Yeah. So this is the first year the Canucks have been like actually really good and yeah. i've been like and i have a sports podcast to talk about them right and it's like oh it's it's just it's so fun and so refreshing and like i am so so excited for the deadline like oh I, my god oh my it's gonna be like, like christmas i have not been this excited for the deadline in yeah well over a decade right because i do you remember how like remember the one good benning deadline which was um the year of the vegas expansion draft where he's like Oh, I guess I have to trade some guys now, you know, just to like, uh, so I don't have to protect them. And he traded Hanson. It was Hanson for Goldobin and Burroughs for Jonathan uh, Dahlin. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously those players did not 
pan out into what yeah. you would hope. I like I the process at least. Dude, the pro well, the process was like he was his hand was forced because I don't think he he would have made maybe just one of those trades instead mm. of both of them, if not for the expansion draft. But I remember I think I was at like rec soccer or something and like the deals had just gone through or cause I think one of the deals was like the day before the deadline even. And yeah. I remember like looking at my phone and being like, fuck yes, they're finally fucking selling. Oh my God. They're finally doing it. And then like, that was like the one good deadline they ever really had. Yeah. Oh man. I, um, you know what? I, I, I don't, I just, I don't, there's no reason for us to think about Jim Benning. He's gone. No. He can't hurt us. Nope. He's a, he's a ghost. He only exists in your mind. Yeah. Uh, so I think another talking about players coming out from left field earlier, um, kind of like poking around teams that are on the fringes of the playoffs. So you don't think of like, uh, they're not like the Anaheim Chicago tier, but they might want to do some sort of shaking up. So where you could like kind of manufacture another Peronic esque deal. Yeah. Um, I mean the obvious one in like the, the, the Twitter meme, which I would love to see come into fruition is like, uh, Erickson Eck, obviously. Right. But he signed so long at such a good deal, like the wild need cheap contracts. Um, maybe they'll be forced to do something because they've been really bad. Like maybe yeah. Garen's like starting to sweat about his job. But <laughs> imagine they're able to pull Caprice off away from him. Oh my god! I mean, just, just... pay out the ass for that. Um, <sighs> then man, I, I, I really do want to see them just, just take a fucking Cause that's like a star swing. name, dude. Yeah. I don't think uh, there's any, any chance of that happening, but man, no, I hope no, they no. just do so. I like, you're right. I want it, them to just do something fucking crazy. More know? realistically. Uh, this one, I heard this on the radio. We talked about it a bit in discord, but Claude Giroux, I yeah. think would be another interesting you one. Like I, he's, he's like at a point per game and, yeah. and his underlying numbers are unreal and Ottawa. Yeah. I mean, what a disaster. Obviously, Giroux is like from the area and, and wanted to be there. played in the East, wanted to be there. He has a no-move clause. He wants to win a cup. I can't yeah. imagine Vancouver is on that many no-move clauses. Or, or you know, because I think they, they the players will submit them in the offseason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they can still accept the trade to that team. Yeah. But I can't imagine Vancouver's on that many no-move clauses starting this upcoming offseason. Yeah. You know? uh, well, and like Giroux's old and he's never won, right? Like he's 36 right now. He signed next year for six and a half. Yeah. And, and, he, and he is legit. Like he is yeah. still really, he's still really good. very good. Um, yeah. Great face off guy. And he's right handed. Yeah. Right. So that would be yeah. like a fulfill a good need on the Vancouver yeah. Canucks. Yeah. Um, and yeah, one more year at six and a half. And you've heard Ottawa talk about how they like want to make a, they want to do a big shakeup, but they yeah. don't want to move any of their young, young guys pieces okay, that they have so signed got, forever. Clearly, Tarasenko is gone. I think they've already yeah, said but they've I, asked I wouldn't, him about I wouldn't it. touch but him with a 10-foot no, pole. No. And, well, he's been, I think he's been okay this year. Let's see. Yeah, he's, I think he's been fine enough. But, uh, like, if Kuzmenko isn't getting ice time, yeah. Tarasenko is, like, purely an offensive guy like that yeah, as well. Th- it's 30, kind of just shuffling deck chairs. In, 30 points in 39 games. I mean, not on a, on a bad I mean, team. better than Kuzmenko, but that's not going to be like a button moving move for the Canucks. And no. I, I don't think he's a, uh, a, uh, talk it style oh, player. Giroux, 38 points in 41 games, 13 goals, 25 assists. Oh boy. He had, he was 79 points in 82 games last year, 35 goals. Mm-hmm. Like, He's like no, he still got he, it. He's like a he's like Pavelski level, like still yeah. good. You know what I mean? Like well, he's the best player in the NHL above <sighs> even Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Giroux, Giroux would be really, really cool. Yeah. That would be really, well, I've really always, cool. I've always had a soft spot in my heart for uh, Claude Giroux as well. Yeah, because uh, he was a he's one of my fantasy go to guys for a while there. Yeah. in his prime. So I would love to see him. Yeah, in man. Canucks he, jersey. He's a really uh, good player. Yeah. Here's here's one. Yon Gord. In Seattle. Oh, yeah. Yanni, Yanni, Gord. Yanni Gord. Sorry. Yeah. Got the experience. Obviously he has one year left at 5.1. Yeah. If Seattle isn't in a playoff spot, which he, I don't think he'd be that expensive. He has 19 points in 45 games this year. So not like crazy numbers. Yeah. That, that, would, that guy as like a depth, uh, a, a depth, like third or fourth line guy is like, yeah. I, or I, even I, to I like, like slide sure. into your second, like, yeah defensively responsible yeah like i guess it, the thing is seattle is like good right now but that could ish. change obviously yeah know? just depending on like where they're at right like if they do a uh a um detroit style heronic move right like i think that's yeah. pretty similar he's because he's only got the one year left is, that's my favorite style of heronic by the way 
Um, yeah, one year left in the knees pending UFA, 32 years yeah. old. Um, what, where the hell are their standings at? I wanted to... I just had you open. There we go. So, like, they are... Uh, points percentage-wise, when you look at the wild card, it's such a such a dead heat right now, but they're... Yeah. They're four points back. When you sort by points percentage, they are behind Arizona and St. Louis. Just yeah. above Calgary and Minnesota is probably so far out now that they can't get there. But like St. Louis and Arizona have games in hand on uh, Seattle. It's going to yeah. be close. They're going to be close. But like if they yeah. have any sort actually, and they're also on a three game losing streak now after they were hot. So, yeah, I can't see them doing this, but uh, Keller from Arizona would be really sick, too. Yeah, I don't see that happening either, no. because like I, I think they're finally taking a uh, a turn. Yeah, in, they're, in they're, Arizona they're now, a good so young they, team. There's no reason for them to do that. Yeah, um, but you're right. Like the Wild are dog shit. Mm-hmm. Negative twenty goal differential. They're. I don't think they're going to get better anytime soon necessarily. Uh, they do have. They have some good prospects coming up, but um, yeah. I mean, there's a team where you've you've got some some good targets there. The Blues as well, right? I don't think we yeah. really talked about them. Well, but who are the uh, Blues? Who do they got that's good? Uh, I mean, Cairo, but I don't think they're gonna. Yeah, I don't see that happening. He's also signed till the rest of time. Um, yeah, same with Robert Thomas. I wouldn't want to touch Braden Shen uh, at six and a half for four seasons after this one. Yeah, Buchnevich maybe. Buchnevich was the guy I was thinking of. How has he been this year? Let's see. I think he's been uh, okay. Yeah, I, that's a guy that I think would make a lot of sense, and I could see them. Uh, I could see them grabbing him as well. But yeah, he's points got, in forty-two games. Sure, I mean St. Louis has just been bad. You yeah, know? but but he had sixty-seven and sixty-three last year, seventy-six and seventy-three the year before that, forty-eight and fifty-four the year before mm-hmm. that. Like he's, you know, he's a good Produced. player. Tw- Twenty-one, twenty-two. He had eleven points in twelve playoff don't, games. Don't know so. if that modified no trade. I don't know if that's one you sell the farm for. Here is another interesting one. Are you ready for this? Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. So Tampa Bay Lightning, they're not trading Steve Stamkos. Yeah. Maybe they would trade Anthony Sorelli with enough I, uh, I've, money I've on seen, the board. I think I've seen on HF boards a few people bring his name up because he's signed long term, but not for like super expensive. Six point two five, which oof. I mean, but he's been he's a really no good no he's very player. good. He would be insane on the Canucks second line center. Yeah, that would be that would be beautiful. Yeah, um, really 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 good defensive player. Obviously, a lot of good experience. But uh, he hasn't produced as much playoffs. as I thought he did. But I'll still take it. Um. And, and like Tampa's in a spot, right, where they're so maybe their their purpose is to re-sign Steve Stamkos. Maybe they want to do that, and they're not yeah. gonna, you know, have enough money. And they're also like they've given up a lot of draft capital. So yeah. like if they miss the playoffs, which is looking increasingly more likely, right? They don't have a first or second round pick this year, or a first round pick next year. Maybe that's something where you could like, hey guys, you want a little bit of draft capital? Yeah. How about some Anthony Sorelli in Vancouver? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, oh get, boy, we should so, probably talk it's so about, fun talking about good players that they can yeah. trade for. God damn, um, we should probably talk about the presser as well. Uh, oh yeah, because Jim yeah. Rutherford resigned Rutherford. for three more years, and, and Alvin is going to resign as well uh, this upcoming week. Apparently, they're going to mm-hmm. give him. Pr- I mean, probably an identical three-year extension. I would guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. It's great. It's just good. It's, to, it's so nice to have that stability, right? Like, it's, remember, it's, do you remember when they re-signed Benning, how fucking mad you were? Yeah, well, it's also, like, so refreshing to just not have, um, what do they call it when you're, a, you could be fired or you could not be fired? Uh, lame duck. Like, they, they yes. went, like, lame duck coaches with um, Green twice, yeah. right? With yeah. Boudreaux last year. With, yeah. with like, uh, What's the goddamn goalie coach's name? Oh, Ian Clark. Ian Clark. I, I want to yeah. say Ian McIntyre, and obviously it's not him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and with uh, with Jim Benning as well, there was like the make the playoffs or else, which then you get the goddamn OEL trade, which we're going to be paying for for till the end of the decade now. <laughs> yeah. So to like have these guys firmly, you know, entrenched in the organization, coming up on the deadline. Gives me more hope as well, right? Because they're going to be weighing the future costs with whatever the current benefit is and should hopefully just be doing something that's like for the best interest of the team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hearing Aquilini speak was really funny too. 
Uh, he's such a fanboy. It was it like, rocks. I mean, I still uh, fucking hate him, and he's a big piece of shit. But yeah. it's nice that he's. I think he's clearly like, okay, this guy is smart and knows what he's doing. Yeah, and I'm going to let him do his thing. Well, it's and, it, yeah. it's it's so clear that he's a fan, and yeah. um, I'm like, I, I kind of think it was like if I owned an the Vancouver Canucks now, yeah, I would like you know, be more respectful to my wife and children and I wouldn't abuse <laughs> migrant workers like that. But I can see me being like such a fit. Like he had this line about, he said the goal of any owner is to bring a cup to the city. And that's what like we want. That's what I want to do is I want to bring a cup to this city. So he clearly like operates as a fan. And I think like fans can be insanely fucking wrong about shit. Like look at us last year with the heronic trait. Yeah, Pange. You can go back and listen to the the Patreon episode now. We were so mad. Oh, we were so and, pissed off. Like, and like, as fans, wrong is fucking shit. So I I will eat crow on that. Absolutely. I thought it was another JT Miller wrong place, uh, right play or wrong time, right player trade. Yeah. Um. And obviously the Miller trade is is great now, right? Yeah. But like at the time, it was just like, man, like that's so. Anyway, it, we we don't have to relitigate that. Yeah. Um, but I, how excited! Like, if they made a heroic style trade now, we'd be so fucking. If they excited. made the JT Miller trade now, ooh boy, oh it'd God. be over the goddamn <sighs> moon. So, oh. I don't know. Part of me like it's weird that I, I felt like good about Aquilini being the owner, given like our uh, our history. And I guess yeah. it's just because the season's going really well. But um, another really funny thing is I don't know if you caught this, but he mentioned that his family has core values. Yeah, I don't like there. He was like, it's like in line with our family's core values of respect, whatever the fuck he said. Ah, yes. Um, But it's really, really funny to uh, like think about sitting down with like your dad and be like, what are the core values of our family? Well, integrity, trust, uh, relationships, community. (laughs) 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 Um, I guess there's not like a whole lot left that you can glean from that. Um, We already talked about the Pedersen stuff was funny that like from an ownership perspective we'd love to have him here for a really long time (laughs) yeah i mean Um, like like we like we said they're they're gonna back up the truck for him rightfully so and it's it's just all a matter of like when it's gonna happen at this point but yeah i mean it's just like the vibes are immaculate right now yeah Uh, the fact that that we can watch an aquilini press conference and be like this is cool yeah yeah Um, very nice did you see that the miller and uh, Quinn Hughes got voted in as the other two players in the skills competition for Friday. Yes, I'm. Cool. I'm kind of excited. The All Star game itself is like whatever, but the skills yeah. competition I think will be interesting. Yeah, like I, I might be streaming during it, which I'm like kind of bummed for because seeing yeah. seeing my guys compete for a million bucks. Oh yeah, pretty and cool. I, I wonder how much Leafs fans are going to boo them, especially after. Uh, after oh this yeah, game. after that game. That's yeah. a good point. It, yeah. a bit I would think. I and uh, I will also say this. Now that we've seen like the full All Star jerseys with like the nameplate and stuff on the back, I fucking like how stupid they are. I they're I really legit, stupid, which is kind of so cool. So <laughs> stupid, but I love how stupid they look, man. They, they they look so dumb. I fucking love it. Like I would get a I would get a Hughes All Star jersey with like the Captain C on it or whatever. If they've got oh like, yeah, because like, I, I I don't think we've seen one with the C on it yet. But if it if it looks like the same as the nameplate on the back. I really want to get one of those, man. Yeah. And I think we know which, co- I think they're on the red team. I'm pretty Are sure. Let's well, see. Hughes has been, cause they it's, did, it's, they announced like the teams and he's playing with like, I think we got cheated because they were just doing like the Toronto team and the Edmonton yeah. team. And then the, the Colorado team. team. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like the Hughes brothers. I mean, give me Pedersen in there. Come on, I man. Know. But I think Fuck like the draft, when is the draft on Thursday? Or is the draft uh, on Friday? Let's see. The game's on February 3rd. Uh, and then, yeah, first to third. So the draft must mm. be on the first, I think. Yeah. Skills is on the second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and probably yeah, I like think five it, East or like, yeah. like uh, seven Eastern, right? If you, if you look at the announcement of like the captains, because I think the four jersey colors are blue, white, yellow, and red. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Matthews is blue, which I guess makes sense for the for the Leafs. You got white for McDavid, yellow for McKinnon, and red for Hughes. So I kind of I don't know. I mean I I sort of like it. I kind of I kind of I kind of want to get a Quinn Hughes All Star jersey with the with the captain C on it. I think that would look pretty sick. That would be pretty cool. Um, I have a couple more points before we we finish up here today. Yeah, remember Phil DiGiuseppe? Uh no, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, isn't I mean, he rumored to come back soon? 
Yeah, he's hurt. I mean, there's no way he's going to get in the lineup, right? But it's so. Oh, I think once like, he's healthy, uh, Kuzmenko's never going to see a minute of ice oh, time I guess ever that's again. True. But but I think that if they make a trade before then, I mean, like you're you're going to have if Kuzmenko's gone, having PDG like as like your extra guy coming in once in a while is really nice. Like yeah. I think he's still a, he's still a solid player, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like J Pat said that. Uh, He's not expected to return until after the All Star break, which I'm not like shocked by. Um, yeah, but uh, not out for the season. So like, if Kuzmenko isn't moved by the All Star break, I mean, you, I guess you got to kind of keep playing him, right? Because he's got to have some some value. Yeah, and he had flashes last night. Like he drew that penalty. Yeah, uh, you can. You can kind of see that there's something there. Like he, he he makes his little moves and they just don't quite work. There's like a little yeah. bit off, but you can see that there's potential there. He's going uh, to just at some point score just an absolutely ridiculous goal. Yeah, I think absolutely. Like like he loves that between the legs move, right? And he's going to score on it at some point, and it's going to look mm-hmm. so sick. Um, I I was really hoping for a Hoaglander Michigan goal yesterday after he scored. Oh those first yeah, two. I was getting really greedy in my head thinking about that. Imagine I he still, got a, a a Michigan hat trick against still, the, the Leafs. I still think he will score one at some point in his career. I don't know about this season, but he's too good not to. Mm-hmm. And like, he's I don't know, man. I'm really he and his. I believe all of his goals. He's got 14 goals. They're all five on five. Yeah. Yeah, Which no, is he's crazy like because he gets no power play time. Yeah, so. I think he's like third in the league in five on five goals or something yeah. crazy like that. Yeah, uh, certainly leads the Canucks. Um, yeah, which again really, really further good. cementing him into the lineup. Really, that's something that's pissing me off though. Here's a little minutia thing. What's yeah. Pew Suter doing on the first unit power play? I get don't Garland know. in there. Get Hoaglander I, on the second unit. I Do you not see know. how much yeah. these guys score at five on five? I think the way Hoaglander's playing at some point they will put him on there because it's like what. How could you not? You know, yeah. What I mean? Like, why is Sam or, or Garland, there instead? But, like, yeah. I mean, Garland's like Garland's second unit, fine. But like, I'd much rather him on the first unit and juice those numbers, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Okay. Before we go, we're mm-hmm. almost done here. What the fuck's going on with the chrome helmets? Do they just give up on that? I don't know. I've heard I kind like, of. I kind of wanted to see them. I know they're going to look stupid, but I. I sort of like when teams try stupid things. You know. Yeah. Like I've. I've heard people think that it's going to be at the end of the month. I guess there's two games where they, this month at home, where they weren't going to be wearing the skate. Yeah. So maybe which it's is at cool, one which is of those. Basically, their full time home jersey at this point, right? And it looks like, so cool. Look how really cool looks it looked good, last man. night. I mean, just go to it, got, baby. Look at this. He's the, wearing it right now, folks. I got the Hughes jersey on right now with the Captain C. It's wonderful. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, I it, it seems like because I think they're going to do the the all black seats next year too. So like, I As, think we we are headed towards a. Full and total rebrand. No, the only uh, thing that would change is if the Canucks win the cup this year, which I'm yeah. fine with. Yeah. I'm the other thing is like if they because the thing is, if they do that rebrand, I'm looking forward to the white version of the skate jersey so much because it's going to look so, so good. It's going to look clean um, and obviously better for like if you were going to try and get like autographs on it or something. Totally. Too, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I hope we're headed towards that. Um, I really want to see that. I guess the thing is like if they do go that that route. Like, I think you still keep Finn as the mascot, obviously, but would they add like a secondary mascot? Like, mm. I, I don't, Johnny Canuck is more stick and rink, I think. Um, but I wonder if they would bring him in as like a, cause like some teams do have two mascots, right? Yeah. I don't know. You, you just keep could Finn? You, I think you just keep Finn. I mean, you keep, I think they keep Finn for like no matter what, but yeah. I wonder if they bring in a, a new mascot. He's, a, he's an institution now. He is, yeah. Actually, they have, um, so the the Flames, the Wranglers, mm-hmm. their AHL affiliate, they yeah. brought in a new their own mascot, Blasty, which is the horse from the Flames jersey. And so okay. uh, when we went to the one Canucks game, it was like they were wearing their their thirds, which are like the the Blasty horse jerseys, and they had uh, Harvey the Hound and okay. Blasty the horse, both in the the rink. And they were running around doing shenanigans. Like you said, two mascots. Um, so yeah, maybe you could do something like that with the, the uh, damned Abbotsford Canucks. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah do you like create a new creature that's going to be in the, the, the black skate Jersey? Maybe get like a, get like a gritty style. Yeah. Maybe like a, a leftist gritty style mascot. Oh God. That'd be cause... so Canucks to rip off gritty. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's I awful. would kind of just like a blue gritty. Okay. 
That's fine. No, it'd have to be like a. Oh, I guess it'd have to be like yellow. Uh, I'm feeling like the black gritty. You know, <laughs> be black and yellow and red because he's already kind of orange. Mm, yeah, he's yeah. Orange, and there's right? the Pittsburgh yeah. connection, so you get your black and yellow. Yeah. Uh, we're we're gone to it now. There's one more thing I wanted to talk about. Sure. This is a little like just nostalgia before we end. Remember the Good Deeds Cup? Yeah. Where, they, Ron, where, uh, where, where Dave Amber would be like, good dick, Ron, or whatever in those commercials yeah, last year? They, they mentioned it yesterday. Yeah. It just got me. Th- it, yeah. it gave me a like non flashback about seeing all those. So I'm looking forward to next year when we can think about tap that app. And, oh. uh, <laughs> God. You know what wants me to get me is the uh, the uh, Canada's Got Talent, Howie Mandel. Oh yeah, where they're they're count, he's counting out the money, and, and the, the, the gal's like, "Hey, Rogers is cutting a, a million dollar check for this season of Canada's Got Talent," and then Howie Mandel's just like, "Yes," and he puts both <laughs> of his hands up like that. Great um, Howie Mandel impression. <laughs> thank you. I didn't, know, I didn't know you had that in your back pocket. <laughs> I can only do that line from the commercial, but uh. Yeah. yeah, those, those are the ads on Sportsnet. That's Plus. right. Fun, fun episode. Some fun games. Um, and we'll be back with a, a Patreon episode. Yeah, Patreon episode midweek, pro- Wednesday, probably. Wednesday, I would think Wednesday, Thursday ish. Yeah. Oh we'll yeah, because we haven't even talked about the upcoming schedule. But uh, yeah, they're playing Chicago playing on the twenty fifth on think. Monday, right? Uh, is it? Let's see. I thought it was the 25th. Yeah, they play wrong. the Canucks or they oh, play, yeah. play the Blackhawks tomorrow. Right. And then St. Louis on Wednesday. On Wednesday. Yeah. And then Blue Jacket revenge game. Ooh, on Saturday. Saturday night. Okay. So maybe we'll do, we'll either do a Wednesday episode or we'll do a Thursday episode. So we have two games to talk about. Yeah, but, probably, uh, probably Thursday. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Well, probably Thursday, I would guess. Yeah, because like the good thing about the post Saturday games is like, yeah, you only have one game to talk about, but usually Elliot Friedman drops a few juicy tidbits for us yeah. to discuss. So we'll, we'll and, see. And then the Cucks you know. have a huge break. They don't play again until February sixth. So oh yeah, it's All Star break. Okay, that's yeah. really good. And, and I yeah. think they have like their their bye week or whatever. Yeah, and then it's a big a big Eastern uh, road trip there. Another five game trip: Carolina, Boston, Detroit, Washington, Chicago. Yeah, they have uh, uh they have nine nine days off after the blue jackets they have, so. nine, they have nine days off and but then they play on the sixth the eighth the tenth the eleventh the thirteenth the fifteenth the seventeenth the nineteenth and the twentieth and the twenty so they play a lot of games in february oh like in, yeah it's road close. trip time yeah oh yeah. that's gonna be kind of dog shit yeah because it's gonna be like hurricanes month. bruins and then afternoon game against the red wings and then an Followed afternoon game an afternoon against game. the caps back to back afternoon games yeah, not great. not great, but what yeah. can you do? That's going to be a tough stretch of the schedule, but hopefully they've made a trade by then and they have some yeah. reinforcements. Well, and I mean, we, we, yep. s- we saw the last tough stretch of the schedule went. Exactly. Just keep it up. Yeah, go Canucks, doing. go, baby. Go Canucks. Bye, Oops. everyone. Sure, I make you mine, but something's breaking up.